Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Humanities First podcast. My name is Owen, and I'll be your host today, and I am joined by... I'm Ryan. I'm Gianna. I'm Sarah. And I'm Sydney. And today we will be talking about endings in journeys. So we're going to split this into two halves as usual. So uh, first talking about literature. Um, How does a journey in literature typically end? Well, in literature... uh... Your journeys almost always end with resolution, uh, and because it's books and we're sort of using them to romanticize our lives, uh, mostly pro- positive resolution. So there are obviously certain books that end with negative results, but yeah, uh, most of the time in a book, uh, all of the characters' actions come back together at the end uh, for the sort of climactic final event, and they uh, leave this event forever changed. Yeah, I feel like um, in lots of endings, too, there has been accumulation of, like, rewards and benefits throughout the journey. Like in um, this story, The Tale of Auden, this guy Auden wants to gift a bear to a king and then return home to Iceland in the end. And he does this while facing struggles of poverty, poverty. And in the end, he gives this bear to the king and is rewarded for his loyalty and goes back to Iceland, a changed man. He feels like he's been through growth and has seen new things around the world that he hadn't before. Yeah, I think that's a really good general answer. Um, And it segues into something that I I wanted to talk about in that, um, is there always resolution in the end? What I'm really getting at is, like, is the end of the story really the end of the the character's journey i think that really depends on how you look at books and stories in general like do you look at a book or a story as a closed thing where it's like the characters only exist within that story or do you look at them as if they were real people because if they were real people obviously not we're always on a journey you know, there's not a concrete end in real life. But in a book, once you hit the last page, there's nothing else to go with. Yeah, I I was going to say a similar thing to Sarah. I completely agree. And I also like want to take that a step further that if we're reading a story and like that character only lives in that story and it's their journey throughout that book, but one if we tell other people about that story and that character's journey, like does that journey continue on through us? I feel like it keeps going and we're the ones that keep that story and that character's journey alive um, through like cultural storytelling. Yeah. You really touched on a lot in that answer. That's uh, part of that is something I actually wanted to talk about later. So that's good that we're already thinking of that. Um, But yeah, I'd have to, agree that it sort of depends on how you interpret it. What I was sort of thinking of when I asked the question is um, the, in the, you know, the classic, the Odyssey. um, I don't know if you can really say that, like, for example, Odysseus's journey ends at the end of the story. I mean, sure. He returns home, which is the end of his physical journey, but you know, he, he goes home and he massacres people and, uh, clearly has a lot of built up rage and aggression and mental, you know, uh, things that he needs to sort out that I don't, I I think really signify that he's 
not really home yet in all sense of the word. Um, yeah, I think that was, that was good. Uh, another thing I wanted to touch on, how do characters usually act at the end of their journey? How do they, how do they carry on? What do they do after the end, so to speak? I feel like in most stories in general, it's like they see the journey completely separate from like their normal lives. So like in a story aspect, you go through the story, you go through the journey. And once the story ends, it's like, okay, now I can go back to like school and be a normal person again. Whereas like in actuality, it's your journey is going through normal life. It's not something completely separate. So I think in the fiction, it's normally something like very um, outcasted compared to their normal lives. But yeah. Yeah, I think that's a pretty good answer to that, uh, that question. I think that kind of puts a bow on it. Um, moving on to the second half where we talk about how this topic sort of plays into our own lives and our own experience. Um, when do we know when a journey is over? How, how do we know? It's kind of like a, a gray line there. How do we really draw that distinction? I feel like it's different for every person. But at the end of each journey, like, there's a sense of accomplishment. Like, I feel like most journeys don't typically end on a bad note. Like, that's still, like, part of the journey. And, like, working through that hardship is, like, along the path of that journey. And so in the end, like, the person or the character feels accomplished. They feel like they have grown in some way. And it doesn't have to be like a major change either. It can be something small as well um, because those small things can be big to that person. Yeah, I think you're right that it sort of depends on the person. And I would even go further that it, it depends on the journey. Um, and so each person can have multiple journeys in their life that end at different points. Um, moving on, what do we do when a journey is over? How do we, how do we carry on after we've decided this journey is over after we've realized it's over. Um, I think that once the journey is over, once you've decided that the like pieces of that journey still go with you in life, whether it's like photographs or um, memorabilia or even just like the memories of that journey. Cause it's not like, it's not like when you read a book and then you are done with it and you just forget everything about the book. Like, you still have all that information, all that new knowledge. And I think that plays into a person's character and changes like their morals and values and how they live the rest of their life um, for better or for worse. And I think also with journeys, like I know for me, whenever I do something new, like I like to tell people about it because I think it's fun and cool. And um, like, I want to share that with my friends and family and have them involved in it too. And I would assume many people feel the same way. And so at the end of a journey, like, you can also include other people, almost like a new journey. Yeah, that leads uh, really well into the next thing I want. My next question I had uh, was, in what ways do journeys stay with us? Do they evolve over time? And are they ever truly over? Uh, you certainly will feel lasting effects of journeys. Uh, I think journeys themselves can 
obviously end, but I certainly think that mo any journey that was worth your time sticks with you and becomes a part of you for the rest of your life. I think this also ties back to something Sydney said earlier, like when you finish a book and then you retell it to someone else, it's kind of like continuation of that journey. So in a sense, in your own lives, when you finish something else and then you might go through experiences that remind you of that journey and then utilize what you learned there to apply it to what you're going through now. All right. Well, um, I think we had a really good discussion today. I think we had a lot of good thoughts. Um, I want to thank everyone out there listening, and I want to thank my co-host for facilitating this great discussion. Um, and with that, we will see you next time on the Humanities First podcast.